3: My name's Poppy Hillstead. This is a podcast where I go into chat rooms, and then me and a couple of fellows act out the conversations we've had. That's it. it. Let's get on with it. it. Real conversations reenacted for you. Poppy Hillstead has entered the chat. Welcome to Poppy Hillstead has entered the chat. Um, I've just decided I want to uh, direct, produce, uh, write and star in my own medical drama. Um, My only problem is that I'm not too good on my medical knowledge. I know what a pancreas is. Pancreas. Uh, what else? I don't know what a spleen is. I've never really known what what that is. Um, so yeah, not good with my medical knowledge. Um. But do you know who are good with medical knowledge? Doctors. And I know a secret little sneaky place on the internet where all the doctors hang out. Well, there's about two of them. Oh, it's a bit disinfectanty smelling in here, isn't it? Um, I'm just gonna say, uh, hey guys, um, I wanna write, direct, and star in my own medical drama, uh, for the telly. Just wondered if any of you guys could uh just check my script over to see if it's uh medically accurate. Doctor Clive has entered the chat. Ooh la la. Hi, Dr. Clive. Um, are you okay uh, having a check over of my uh, script?
4: Hey, sure, I'll take a look at it. Is it a script for Netflix?
3: No, it's for, for HBO.
4: Okay, cool. Uh, fire away.
3: Okay, this is what I'm pitching. It's called Dr. Poppy, MD. It's a medical drama. Poppy's this troubled genius doctor with a dark past. She works at the prestigious skeggy hospital for rare illnesses in skegness cool so i want each episode to focus on a different patient okay so this episode starts at a gig down skeggy pier thousands of tweens and middle-class mums gather to see their favorite boy band the triplets perform so the triplets are identical triplets called gary larry and barry so what i'm wanting to happen is that larry falls ill on stage and it's very dramatic he gets rushed to Skeggy Hospital, where it's revealed he's got kidney stones or something like that. And to check it's not hereditary, they decide to check if Gary and Barry are also at risk of kidney stones. And in doing so, guess what happens? Dr. Poppy MD uncovers a closely guarded family secret. It's revealed that Gary and Barry are not Larry's identical triplet brothers but they are in fact his father and son
4: do you mean like a time loop
3: no Clive this is this is real life so i want the show to be medically accurate okay so can you can you advise me on how to make this realistic i want it to be like a massive twist So I want Gary to turn out to be Larry's son and then Barry to turn out to be Larry's dad instead of his identical triplet brothers like they've been raised to think they are.
4: So Larry would have to have sex with someone at a young age to be able to have Gary as a son otherwise how could they appear to all look the same age?
3: Uh, Okay, uh, Clive, um, I don't know if I should stray into an illegal area like underage stuff because um, it's just not going to fly with the network. But it's, it's a good idea, though. No, no,
4: no. I, I wasn't suggesting. it. Listen, I do think time travel would make a better story. Uh, look up the Bootstrap Paradox on Google. It could give you some good ideas. Yeah,
3: HBO want uh, to run with it being a real-life thing, and I've already been paid, and, uh, you know, I've already spent the money.
4: There are so many problems with this, though. Have the triplets grown up together?
3: Yeah, is, is there any way around the age thing. Because I'm thinking maybe maybe Barry could have an aging disease, okay? So it makes him appear younger. And then maybe Gary has an aging disease to make him appear older. So they kind of so they kind of appear the same age, which is around forty five ish.
4: That's a bit old for a boy band.
3: If that's too unbelievable, we could say um the triplets have had like a take that style revival. Can I be honest? Oh, yes, please. Okay, yeah, be as painfully honest as you like, honestly. I, I, can-, I can take a critique.
4: I think it could be good. It's definitely a unique idea, but at the moment it's shit. It's-, it's confusing, in a bad way. Gary has forgotten he has had a kid, and then Larry has forgotten that he's had a kid. Why did they forget? Why do they all look the same age? I can't help you with this, but you would have to go with my time loop idea. There are loads of great shows that use time loops, and my friends love them. Your your idea is shit right now, but I can help you. Uh,
3: yeah, that was that was brutal. That was brutal. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, I I get it. I just um. Wow. Okay. Uh... I've already hired some triplets to play Gary, Barry and Larry and, you know, I better better just ring them up and say the whole show's a big steaming pile of shit and that they're fired and cancel it.
4: We can still use them if we go with my time loop idea. Yeah, okay,
3: uh, stop going on about the, the time loops, okay, Clive?
4: I have a sitcom idea about cavemen.
3: The Flintstones? Yeah,
4: yeah, it's similar to the Flintstones but with adult themes, sex and violence. I think Game of Thrones fans would like it.
3: Hmm. What would that be called?
4: Uh, I don't know. Cave Guy?
3: Yeah, that's, uh... That is better than mine. Join us tonight on HBO for Dr Poppy MD, followed by Cave Guy. It's kind of like the Flintstones, but with banging and
1: violence in it. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
3: real conversations Reenacted for you Poppy Hillstead has entered the chat. Dr Terry has entered the chat. looking for a doctor to help me with my uh, medical drama script.
2: Oh, I'm a licensed doctor. I've finished med school now.
3: Oh, fantastic. Okay, that's brilliant. Um so are you okay helping me with my script?
2: Yes, happy to help. Is it a web series?
3: No, it's for HBI.
2: Oh, okay. I don't have that.
3: Neither do I. Um so without breaking your doctor's code, have you ever had any high drama experiences? Uh,
2: Yes. I had been working as a surgical intern for four months. I had to examine a woman's breast. I didn't know how to palpate.
3: Uh, What's palpate? Uh, Does that mean to, like,
2: touch? It means to feel, but, like, medically feel.
3: Maybe I can put a few palpates into my script. I'll write that down.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. Sorry,
3: carry on with your story.
2: Uh, Yes, so I had to examine a woman's breast. The patient was lying naked in front of me... My hands were shaking and and the woman was laughing at me. She was laughing? Because I was so weak. OK, carry on. The surgeon was getting angry at me, pressuring me to examine. Luckily, one of my colleagues held my hand and guided me and said, this is how you palpate. Is
3: the woman still laughing? Yeah,
2: she made a full recovery, but I didn't.
3: Are you used to palpating now?
2: Yes, it's tedious. Can I hear your script?
3: Yes, sure. Okay, so I'm um, writing a medical drama, and I want it to always start with a different patient, so I, uh, here we go. Okay. A topless man walks into his hallway and picks up the landline phone, quickly dials some numbers before bringing the receiver right up to his left ear. Hey, it's Jimbo. Listen, I can't come into work today. (coughs) I'm ill. Jimbo is a piping hot hottie, ripped AF with blonde floppy hair. He looks Australian but he isn't, and he's got these massive muscly legs, and he's tanned. He's wearing the tiniest, light blue pants, but a plant is conveniently in the way of his package.
2: (laughs) Convenient?
3: He talks for a minute before slamming the phone down. He catches himself in the mirror. God, he's gorgeous, and he just told an amazing lie to get out of his shitty job at the chicken farm. It mostly consists of picking up dead chickens and chucking them on the bonfire. Um, he jumps as a voice comes out of one of the rooms in the hallway. Honey, now that you've lied to the chicken farm pretending that you were ill to get out of work so you can spend the day with me, why don't you come back to bed so we can slam, a woman's voice says. You don't have to ask me twice, Jimbo responds.
2: Why, why are they talking like that? I
3: need to give exposition, okay? It's a script writing thing. Anyway, Jimbo skips back to the bedroom with a spring in his step. He stands over his gorgeous wife. She's nude, obviously, and she's got legs that go on for days. He shakes his head in disbelief. Oh my God, Claire, I'm going to palpate you and then I'm going to slam you all day long. He dives in, and that's exactly what he does. The couple slam for hours. We see a clock's hand whizzing by. What,
2: what, what, what is slam? Are they, are they having sex?
3: Yeah. Do you like um, palpate and slam together?
2: I don't know if palpate is used a lot in the bedroom.
3: It is now, Dr Terry. After all the smashing, Jimbo and Claire lay in sweaty bliss and stare into each other's eyes. God, I love you, Claire. Jimbo shakes his head in disbelief again. Claire stares back at him, her eyelashes slowly batting. I love you too, Jimbo. I love everything about you. And I hope you never die. Jimbo's facial expression drops, his eyes narrow. Claire. What did you just say? Claire narrows her eyes. Suddenly, Jimbo sits bolt upright. Da! He screams and clutches at his chest. Honey? Claire shouts, honey, what's wrong? And then there's a sound like in these medical dramas that goes, and then we cut to black. And then on the screen, there's the letters that say, Dr. Poppy M.D.
2: Intriguing.
3: We're then in a hospital corridor where Dr Poppy MD is being briefed on the situation. To give you an idea of what uh, Dr Poppy's like, she's hot, but she's troubled, okay? And she's got a scar on her left eye from some kind of mysterious circumstance that you find out at some point, I don't know, I I, I think that episode's going to win an Emmy by the way. Anyway, Dr Poppy's colleagues are briefing her on the situation. The colleagues just look generic. I can't really be bothered to explain them.
2: They—they they sound like my colleagues.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh, you're good fun. Anyway, Dr. Poppy, MD. We've got a male in his thirties, hot, blonde, ripped. He's coming complaining about cardiac arrest. The colleague says.
2: Hmm. Uh, okay. A note.
3: Yeah, go for it. Don't be shy.
2: A patient can't complain of cardiac arrest. He could complain of chest pain.
3: It could be a thick patient.
2: Yeah, he could be.
3: OK, I'll carry on. So, he's in his 30s, blonde, hot and ripped, and he's come in complaining of chest pain. His name's Jimbo. Oh, brilliant, Dr. Poppy says sarcastically. Bog standard chest infection. Give him some paracetamol and he'll be fine in a couple of hours. Dr. Poppy flounces into the lift. See you later. Pricks, she says to her dumbfounded colleagues. One of the colleagues jams their foot into the lift door, making the closing doors come to an abrupt halt. Dr Poppy, please, we need you to examine this patient. I'm head of the Rare Disease Specialist Department here at Skegness Hospital. Why would I want to examine a patient with such a bog-standard chest infection? Dr Poppy tries to kick her colleague's foot from the door. Dr Poppy, please, there's something else. And what is it, huh? Bit of phlegm? Muscle spasms? Sore throat? (laughs) Boring, she laughs. No, Dr Poppy, there is another symptom, they shout. And what's that? She sighs. His dick's gone weird. Boom. Dr. Puppy cocks an eyebrow.
2: Peyronie's disease.
3: Oh, okay. What's that? Uh,
2: pe- penile deformity. Peyronie's disease is a penis problem caused by scar tissue called plaque that forms inside the penis. It can result in a bent rather than straight erect penis. Most men with Peyronie's disease can still have sex.
3: Oh, so is it, um, is it, is it bent like a hook? Exactly.
2: Oh. I'm... I'm at work, by the way.
3: What?! Lol! <laughs> oh my god, Dr Terry! Okay. What if they find our chat on, on your work computer?
2: I'm on my phone, and anyway, I'm I'm giving you medical advice. For a script for HBO. I should let you get back to work.
3: I want to know what's going to happen. Look, are people going to die because you're hid in a cupboard somewhere giving me script notes about weird dicks? Don't worry.
2: Wait right there. Some, someone is knocking.
3: Knocking what? What, on the cupboard door? Is there actually... Are you you actually in a cupboard? Oh my God. Do you know what, listeners at home? There's a lot more too, Dr Terry. There's a lot more about to kick off. I went into this chat room wanting to talk about my own medical drama and little did I know there was a real-life medical drama about to unfold. have to wait till next week for part two just to keep you guys on your toes to build the suspense but also it's because i've got repetitive strain injury in my arm and i can't do any more editing God, I'm always whinging, aren't I? it's, you know, I've had food poisoning, buggered eye, now I've got a buggered fat arm. Goes with the whole medical theme though, doesn't it? Maybe I should ask these doctors to give me like a, a once-over and just go through everything. Just go through everything and just get it out of the way now. So, join me next week for part two of my medical drama. What's Dr. Terry up to? We're going to find out. Right, I'm going to do my little my little leaving catchphrase. Poppy Hillstead has left the chat. Oh, and also big up to my patrons. Especially Hills. She's a nurse. There you go. Medical fiend.